Welcome, family, to Season 2, Episode 13 of the Struggles of Life Podcast. Finding purpose in the midst of your struggles. And I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. So, family, today we're going to talk about being redeemed in Christ Jesus. Alright? So, the Holy Bible. As you know, it has the Old Testament the New Testament. The Old Testament is based on law, the works, alright? Example, Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. It's based on works, alright? Grace, on the other hand, the New Testament is for we have been saved by grace through faith so that's not that's not work related that's simply believing Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins alright so the law we're talking about being redeemed right so the law based on works so the Ten Commandments. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be led by the Spirit here, so I'm going to have to slow it down. Alright, so. The Law. The Ten Commandments. So what the Ten Commandments did, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to save us. What it did was, though, let us know how sinful we really were. Exposed us to how sinful we were. Alright? Now, we don't know something is wrong unless unless we're taught that that thing that we do or say our actions are wrong. Alright? So thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. It let us know how sinful we really were. If we're doing something that we don't deem to be wrong or we are unaware that it's wrong, then chances are we're going to keep doing it until someone pulls us to the side like, hey, that's wrong. You, you have no business doing that. Then it's different now. Okay, now we know better. Okay, so that's what the Ten Commandments did for us. That's what the law did for us. It wasn't, it wasn't to save us, but to make us aware of our sins, if you will. All right? So, what the priest did was, um, what the priest did was, he would, so there was a holy, so God's church, right? Synagogue, whatever. Um, and I'm not saying this lightly by saying whatever, alright? So don't take that the wrong way. So, in, in God's tabernacle, rather, you had the uh, holy place, most holy place. Alright? Holy place is where they would uh, gather on a regular. The most holy place was only access 
once a year and it was only accessed by the high priest okay it was on by the by the priest all right and what he did was he would go in and sacrifice you know uh animals whatever that you know that um that needed to be sacrificed for for the people's sin as well as his so he did this once a year so basically and and in hebrews the book of hebrews it speaks about like that basically was um you know showing basically what was to come in in the future with jesus christ right because again the law wasn't meant to save us it was just a it was just a, a introduction of what what was to come all right so this is this is what the that's what the priest did all right but then too the book of hebrews speaks about a high priest and we're talking about jesus christ because it was impossible to clear the conscience of us as sinners and fully save us although that was according to the that was according to how God wanted to be or what he requested uh, them to do to sacrifice lambs and you know animals and you know stuff like that you know for our sins and different offerings and you know so on and so forth now when Jesus came he died for our sins once and for all see the see the priest he could only he 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 was sinful too so he had to sacrifice for himself he had to you know he had to make atonement for I don't, I don't even want to say make atonement because it was just a temporary thing until Christ came and made it, made it final, made it permanent, made it stick, made it forever. And he only had to sacrifice himself one time. Unlike the priest would have to do it year after year after year because he was sinful, but because of Christ, he's perfect. Then he only had to do it one time. And he bore the crop. He bore the um, the sins of the whole world. All right. So now transitioning into grace. I, I hope I'm piecing this together to where to where it's understandable. Uh, because you know I could be a bit all over the place and you know trying to gather my thoughts and put things together. Um, but so I. I I pray that the Holy Spirit takes what God has instructed me to share with you this morning and help you, um, you know, understand, help you like kind of get it more so and and also like really, you know, create, create, lay the stage for you to, you know, just give your life to Christ, accept him in and, and you know, live for him. So. 
so grace right so let's go to Ephesians 310 mind you I am driving please I don't suggest this for anyone to do I shouldn't be doing it right uh, but I'm gonna read this real quick Ephesians 310 for all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse as it is written cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law verse 11 clearly no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith the law is not based on faith on the contrary it says the person who does these things will live by them Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us for it is written cursed, cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole he redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of the spirit my brothers we have been and sisters if there's any uh, who hear this message we have been redeemed in Christ alright we have been saved by grace through faith and that's Ephesians 2 8 and then 8 uh, and verse 9 we have been we have been redeemed in Christ. We have been redeemed by Christ. So all who accept Christ to be their personal Lord and Savior, they will be redeemed in him. So by us being redeemed with him, we now have access and have the ability to have a relationship with the living God. It is only through Christ that we have access and have the ability to have a relationship with the living God, the creator of all. All right, so grace, all we have to do is just believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and he rose on the third day. That's all we have to do is believe and we receive him and we also secure our salvation in history okay so what I've been instructed to bring to you today is that again you don't have to fix yourself you don't have to get yourself prepared already have been redeemed in, in Jesus Christ. You have been redeemed because says the law we have we were cursed under the law but by Jesus Christ down on the cross for our sins he redeemed us so now we can walk this earth 
that we have been redeemed. Now, if you want to learn more about, you know, the high priest and and what the priest did, um, you know, as sacrifices once a year, um, you know, to to you know to make it right, so to speak, with God, because we were so sinful, and you want to learn more about you know the the coming of the new testament when it says that christ set the old aside and brought in the new so he set the law to the side and and brought in the new he's grace all right so now yes the law was set aside and entered in grace God also said in he, in the book of Hebrews that now I will write my laws on their hearts as well as their minds so regardless regardless we know better because it has been we have been informed of the truth and it's on our hearts and on our minds so we know when we're doing wrong we know we know what we're supposed to be doing we know when we're doing right no it's not going to be perfect again it's about progression and because it's about progression God is like, come as you are. I will progress you into the new. As in becoming who he created us to be. So know that you are redeemed and by Christ dying on the cross for our sins, he broke the bondage that the devil had over us. So when, so when Adam sinned in the beginning, Genesis, he handed over authority to the devil. Now, authority that we had here on earth as, as humans, because remember, Jesus said have dominion and rule but because we gave in to Satan by being disobedient to God we handed over that authority so when Jesus Christ came and died for our sins he broke that bondage And took the ball out of his playing field, so to speak. Now understand, God has always been in control. He has always been in control. Never lost control. But how he played it. How he played it. Knowing how it would all pan out. Because he created everything. He orchestrated everything. It was just, it was 
it was it was basically an introduction to bring his son into place that set us free because everything everything must be done in order when it comes down to God. Yes, he can snap his finger and make everything go how he wanted to go. But then too, it's also a process when it comes down to certain things. And God and God showed that, hey, I'm still in charge. I still got this. I still maintain control. When you thought, when you thought I showed you, you actually did. So what God did was he broke the bondage. He freed us from the bondage that we were trapped in. So now everything that the devil tried to tell us, tried to deceive us with, manipulate us with, it's illegitimate. It's illegitimate. Because of what Christ did. But because what Adam did, we be, because of what Adam did, it entered sin, sin entered into the world. And so the bondage that we were we we became subject to, it was legitimate because of what Adam did because of his rebellion because because of his disobedience it was legitimate it was legitimate but when Christ died on the cross for our sins and rose on the third day he freed us from that bondage so now everything that the devil tried it's illegitimate. Everything that he tried to get us to believe is illegitimate. Trying to trap us and trying to leave us to believe that God doesn't want us anymore. We've messed up for the last time, so on and so forth. It's illegitimate. It's all lies. we no longer we no longer have to live that way so regardless of what the enemy tried to tell you or what have told you it's illegitimate because Christ freed us from that bondage when I tell you we have been redeemed we have been redeemed but we only have that redemption in Jesus Christ. So if you're ready to have access to the one who laid down his life for you, it said he who knew no sin became sin for us. He took our place. So now we don't, we no longer have to be deceived mentally 
We no longer have to believe that that this is it for us. I messed up for the last time. We no longer have to believe that God don't want me, don't love me. We no longer have to believe that. In fact, we never had to believe that. You are free in Christ. I'm free in Christ. We're free in Christ. But only. If only. We accept Jesus Christ to be our personal Lord and Savior. Again. The one that the son free. Is free indeed. So if you're ready to receive him. All you have to do is just repeat after me. You have to believe it for yourself. That Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. By believing in your heart, you're justified. And by professing with your mouth, you are saved. So we're gonna we're gonna say the salvation's prayer together. Many say the sinner's prayer, but you know, we're being saved here. So if you're ready to receive him as your personal Lord and Savior, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you. I believe you sent your you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. Today I receive him into my life. I give him permission to have control of my life. Today I want to live for you. Today I make the decision to live for you. I give you access to me. Take control. Today I ask if you would change me, renew my mind, and transform me. From this day I will follow you. From this day I will trust you. Lead the way. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Happy salvation and welcome to the body of Christ. My brothers. Sisters, if you're here, today is a new, new journey begins. What we just did, we just secured your salvation, so when you die, you will go to heaven and spend eternal life in the presence of God. But we still have work here on earth to do. Not only do we have access to heaven, but we can bring heaven down to us here on earth. And that's what we're supposed to do. The Bible says in Matthew 5 or 6, I believe, that we are the salt, we are the light of the world. 
today we begin living that light, being that light because we're surrounded by so much darkness we are to be the light we are to illuminate the world others by his truth by the way we live our lives by the way we treat others by the way we speak by the way we act by the way we move by being a living sacrifice for Jesus Christ which the Bible calls it our true worship and that's being a living sacrifice sacrificing our body basically allowing Jesus Christ to live his life in and through us by us surrendering our life to him and submitting to the will that he have for our lives it's not going to be perfect progression yes and that starts now so to begin this journey is to begin building a relationship with Jesus Christ spend time with him What other way to build a relationship with someone other than taking time out and actually spending that time with them, getting to know them, learning about them. So in order to get to know them, we must begin the journey of learning about them. How do we learn about Jesus Christ? It's all in the Bible. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John speaks about it's when Jesus physically journeyed the earth Jesus Christ came to to, to earth as the son of God You can learn all about that in his word. He came in the form of flesh to do the work that God created him to do. Ultimately, to lay, lay down his life for us so God can welcome us into him. Because we're, because We were so sinful. God couldn't. You know what I mean? So the only way God could. Is through his son Jesus Christ. The priest couldn't do it. Because he was sinful himself. He needed a man. A perfect man. So what did he do? Luke 1 he sent this son Jesus Christ born of a virgin by the Holy Spirit 
to learn all about that in Luke 1. Since Genesis 1 or Genesis 2, it spoke about the coming of Christ. Not verbatim in those words, but as you journey through the Old Testament and different books of the Bible, it speaks about the coming of Jesus Christ. For the ultimate plan. It's to, to redeem us. To bring us together back to God. Because God can't dwell where sin is. God can't dwell where sin resides. Only way we have access to God is through His Son, Jesus Christ. So the so if you want to learn, please go, please read the book of Hebrews. Please read the book of Hebrews. All right, so, um, so relationship, just start spending time with him. We make time for everything and everyone else but him. The one who saved us. The one laid down his life for us. Let's make him first in our lives. Let's pursue him. When we pursue him, he welcomes us in. And we can begin a, living a life with him. It's not going to be perfect. But I promise you, you will not regret it. It will be worth it. Okay, so if you need, uh, whenever you open up your word to, to read and Learn about him. Open. Go, go in with an open mind and an open heart to receive, to learn, to get to know him. Ask the Holy Spirit to, to give you clarity and understanding. Ask God to give you revelation. And as we begin to live according to the Bible, walking it out, applying what we read in the Bible, we begin the, the, the journey of one, renewing our minds and also transforming into who he created us to be. It's a daily process. So if you need help along the journey, if you don't Want, if you don't have someone to fellowship with, I am here. Just reach out to me at GIS, as in God's Imperfect Soldiers. God's Imperfect Soldier. GIS Ministries, with an S at the end, at yahoo.com. And we can do this thing together. But please begin the journey of living the life that God created you to have in his son, Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared, prepared 
for us to do in advance. So God created us for a reason. He created us for a purpose. He have a plan for us according to Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to bring you hope and a future. We have access to that future. When we make the decision to live for him. So begin that journey today. It's great things to come. Hardships, troubles, yes, they will come. Jesus told his disciples at the end of John. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. Because I have overcome the world. In Hebrews, the book of Hebrews also said, fix your, fix your focus on the author and the finisher of your faith. And that's Jesus Christ, because he did it perfectly. So as long as we continue to have faith and focus on him and walk with him, regardless of what we go through, we will overcome. You no longer have to live in bondage, feeling like you're trapped because you have been redeemed in Jesus Christ. My family, thank you for your time. It is an honor and pleasure. I hope that this message has served you well and have shine light on some uncertainties difficulties failing to understand or just hard to understand I hope it has given you clarity of what you already what you already knew what you thought I pray that the Holy Spirit touch you no matter where you are what you're going through how life is for you how it is where you are that it is now clear that Christ is with you all the time you don't have to worry because he got you you have been set free Live your life free. Starting now. Thank you again. We're on the Struggles of Life podcast. We come together to get through and grow together. Because at the beginning and ending of reality, your struggles are my struggles. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Stay blessed. Peace.